All right, so it is uh, November 7th, 20... I'm going to say 2017, but it's not 2017. It's uh, 2015, and this is our episode number 27. Joey, how are you doing? You're doing great. Yeah. Um, this actually is working. Yeah, it looks like it's coming through okay. So we're trying something a little different. Um, I bought a mic. Yeah, we're going to see how this actually like comes through. Um Hopefully not too bad, but, you know, it's kind of hard to tell now. Yeah. Um, Joey, what have you been up to this last week? Uh, or two weeks? Because we managed, we, we managed to uh, dig ourselves out of our graves. If you, <laughs> if you listen to the last episode... We are back from the dead, you guys. Um, not anything sacrilegious, so don't get... Very sacrilegious. Don't get very upset. I am Can technically I? a concubine of Lord Beelzebub now, and my asshole has never been redder. Yeah. So, yeah. That sounds like fun. It's uh, not really. It's kind of like the shape of a pineapple. But it's like it scrapes on the way out, so it doesn't really feel too good. Yeah, that doesn't sound like fun. Um, you want to turn up your mic just a little bit? Let's I think you're coming through a little okay. a little small. Hey, I'm tiny. Trial. That's very appropriate for you. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a little better. Should be all right. Okay. Um, Joey, what have you been up to this last week? Um, no, I haven't really been up to much. Trial. Uh, Let's see. Last week I saw Steve Jobs. How'd you like it? That was. It's growing on me. The more I think about it, the more it kind of gestates. So, so like, if you, if I asked you like right after you'd seen it, what would you have said? I would probably just say it wasn't really... It's like the movie is very light on plot and feels like it doesn't really go anywhere because of it. But it does touch on a lot of really key moments in Steve Jobs' life, but only really his business life, while kind of touching on the man he is in his private life. So it's not as a complete picture as I would really have wanted it to be. But what's really growing on me more and more that I think about it is just the dialogue, the character performances, and the visual style that uh, is brought into it by the director. So So you would say that it is a good movie? It's a pretty good movie. Like, definitely it's going to get some Oscar attention. It's probably going to get nominated for Best Picture. It's not going to win. I can tell you that right now. It's not going to win. Uh, Michael Fassbender has a very big chance of winning Best Actor because he's able to play just this very strange, almost Machiavellian character who's just so heinous and so plotting, but also just is very... Is like, I guess visionary as most people would call Steve Jobs. Right. I never really quite agreed with because he didn't really do much other than kind of, you know, wanting to, like saying what he wanted in a vague way and then other people made it happen. Yeah. But, you know, he did have ideas that we now use and is now universally used more than anything else. So, you know. If you're in, if you want to see actors really just go out there and act, that's a movie. A good movie. See. That's good to hear. Um, we'll talk about it a little later, but yeah, I mean, they're uh, talking points. Um, their their numbers haven't been that high. Like they're, no. the, the, the whole week has been just destroyed yeah. by other bigger movies. Mostly, The Martian is still yeah. I think they're still number strong. one. 
Um, so, and which I still haven't seen. Uh, Bridge, of Spri- Bridge of Spies just came out last week too, and I want I'm going to see that one before The Martian because I can tell you right now, The Martian is going to be running in theaters longer than Bridge of Spies. And Bridge of Spies, I'm already telling you, is more likely a better movie than The Martian, mostly because Steven Spielberg just always just. Not, not gonna add the parts. Yeah, I mean, it, whatever he's doing is gonna come through wow. just fine, pretty, pretty much. So, so um, if, if it's, it's, gonna, it's, it's probably gonna be a better movie, but, but it's not gonna do as well box office wise. Of course, they don't really need it to do that well box office wise. Right. But um, other than you know some stuff at the movies, I've uh, Adventure Time came back on finally for its like, what sixth seventh season twentieth season eight hundredth season yeah I don't know they, they've somehow surpassed the Simpsons now but um, it's been okay so far um, they I think they they kind of added the whole sequential plot way too late in the game for themselves yeah I think like if they would have done like one season of like you know their scatter ranges here and there. And then after that, followed it up with like some sequential stuff. Yeah, it might have worked a little better. I mean, like some two-part or three-part episodes where it's just like one big adventure. Like I mean, like fighting the lich is pretty cool and was a pretty neat little two-parter episode. But that was still before they were really committed to the whole. Let's do a big whole thing, yeah. big like building a world and exploring everything else. I mean, yeah. they could have easily explored the world and everything else and still had it been like the adventure of the week type of type of format. They had yeah. gag of the day type of thing, but you know they they kind of they're, they're way as I said they're way too late in the game to really add this now. Where they whereas they had like four seasons. Which was just that, just kind of right. you know, adventures of the week, you know, gag of the day, villain of the day, whatever. Um, but as I said, episodes haven't been bad. It's kind of nice to have it back on air, so I have something else to watch. Yeah. But um, you know, whatever. I guess. But that's about it. I haven't had much chance to do anything else. But what about you, Johnny? What are you doing? Um, I played this really great game called Undertale. Um, it is a like PC only game. It's like ten bucks. Um, but it's so weird because it made me feel in so many different ways. Where it's just like I don't know. It like hit me like way too deep. <laughs> but I'm kind of working on writing a little something about that right now. Yeah. Um. Hopefully that should be up uh, probably by this weekend. I have uh, today and tomorrow off, so I'll probably finish that off today. Um, I Trial. am almost done with season f- five of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. You're, You're fine. Yeah, You're I'm surprised. I, I usually I usually wait till it's on Netflix because yeah. I hate that whole like waiting weeks to do things. Trial. Okay, so I guess I'm the opposite because it takes me weeks at a time to watch an episode. So like I have like four episodes just ready to go. Um, backlogged on my DVR right now and I just haven't bothered to watch it. Yeah, Ann and, and I like, so we started, um, we finished American Horror Story. Uh, last season I did not, season four, not like the current season. Season four I didn't really care for all And that that's uh, the circus one? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one I just felt like it, it wasn't really there. Um, it would have been a lot. was going to be a bigger part of it. Yeah. It, it really would have been a lot better in my opinion if they like, 
and this might offend some people, but like if they didn't humanize all the like freak show people mm-hmm. and just had them be all crazy yeah. killer people, like that would have been that would pretty. That would have been something I would have been more interested in, probably a little more scary. There was a lot more weird intrigue and espionage stuff in that se- in that yeah. season than I thought there would be. It was weird. Yeah. Just way too weird. Like, coming off, like, in my opinion, like, season two, by far, one of the fucking scariest yeah. seasons. <laughs> That's, That's the asylum one, right? Right. Where, where like, the Nazi doctors and the nuns. The Nazi doctors, there's aliens, there's, like, the psychopathic, like, serial killer who's, like, a... He's a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Yeah. And then, like, later on, the son of the, like, doctor is not a doctor, but Try. he's still cutting people up. That season, so much better than season four. Yeah. So we fin- we had finished watching that. Um, Try. And we were like, okay, we need to start, like, season five of The Walking Dead. So we are like, all right, let's do that. And before I did it, I... I felt like this fatigue. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to really enjoy The Walking Dead as much as I would like. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm going to feel tired, and yeah. I just, like, wasn't excited to dive back in. Yeah. But the second that it dove back in, Move my mic over. I was in. Yeah. yeah. Game over. Like, that shit was ridiculous. That's, and I'm, like, two episodes from finishing the season. Yeah. So... Holy shit. Like, it's just like, there's been like this, yeah. like the first half of it, nobody dies. And then you have two deaths, like in episodes right next yeah. to each other. And then you think everything's okay, but I'm right at that precipice point where I know as soon as like, okay, so you've seen season five, right? Yeah. So there, there might be some minor spoilers here. I'll try to keep it like a spoiler free as possible. Two years, guys. Come on. Yeah. But okay. So they just got to, um, Alexandria and everybody has their job and is doing their thing. And Rick like kissed that lady. I was like, Rick, you're fucking up, dude. This shit's not going to turn out good. (laughs) And then everybody in that camp is like a little bitch. And, um, like uh, the mustache guy with the like really weird red Abraham. Yeah, Abraham. He like was being a total badass when everybody was being a little bitch and was like, "Leave him behind." He was like, "No, fuck you guys. I'm gonna go save him." Yeah, yeah but, that part was pretty boss. Um, okay, so so the part where I'm at right now is, um. Trial. They went to go get something. I think it was for like the solar panels that weren't working or something like that. Like they went to this like warehouse, and one of the, like the the son of the like head person in charge on that supply run, yeah, yeah. Get, gets like Trial. impaled. Um, that nigga dies, and that other girl that was with the governor, she like takes something to the head. Yeah, yeah she gets beaten in the head, has a concussion, and then yeah. she goes into a coma for a little bit. Yeah, I haven't gotten to the coma part yet. Like, they're, they're, it's, it's obvious yeah. from the end of the episode yeah. like, that it happens. Like, some, like, I really doubt that she was like dead, dead. But yeah, like, so I'm like right at that point where um, it's so funny because there was Noah, but he played Chris, and everybody hates Chris. That's how I so every yeah every time they him and I are watching it, especially in that part where he got killed. I was like, everybody, everybody hates Chris. Chris. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing I did too. Oh, that's so, poor that's that poor bastard! That poor bastard! And then it really made me hate that one guy. The curly haired dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a little bitch. He, he a little bitch. And, um, 
he got the truth out of uh, the guy like right before he died. He was like, well, they didn't panic like we panicked. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. Yep. And I was like, this is the part where it's about to go down. Because mm-hmm. obviously there's a sixth season, so they're not going to be just happy hunky-dory no, in no. Alexandria for two months. never works out that way. Rick is kissing up on... Uh, Blonde bitch. Yeah, who is being domestically Hi. abused by her husband. Yeah. Uh, Carol, oh, thre- laugh at that part. <laughs> Carol threatened a kid to go strap him to a tree. Dude. I was like, she is so badass. Like, like, that was. They, they won. <laughs> in Design Pagos, there's no time to play around. Also, that shit was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> she was like, all this shit's gonna happen to you, or I can make you a batch of cookies and you don't tell anybody. It's like, obviously, as a kid, you go with a batch of cookies. Obviously. I mean, like he's not going to be that fucking stupid. And you don't just lose out on free cookies. Carl is just stupid. Just thinking with his dick at this point. Yeah, I'm just tired of Carl. I've, always, I've just been tired of Carl always. Yeah, I mean, he's gotten better. Yeah. I mean, like he's definitely gotten better, but it's just that... Like, he's just left a such a bad impression on the entire fan base because Carl's just been like this fucking little whiny bitch fucking kid and just like, oh, you saved me, Dad? Fuck you. That's just that. That was, that's literally sums him up for like the first like four seasons. Yeah, and this season he's a lot better, and he's like, you know, maybe it's him like having to take care of like Judith. And, and uh, all of a sudden he just grew up. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, you know, like, he's, like, happy to see his dad and, like, yeah. you know, like. So. But, yeah. So you're, you're, you're finally catching up, I guess. Yeah, I have two episodes left in that season. Mm-hmm. And I know it's the two episodes where it's about to go down because, like, the last thing that happens in the episode I just watched, Carol tells Rick that uh, the lady is getting abused. And she's like, you know what we need to do? We need to kill him. Dude, she, just, she sets everything in motion. She's like, you need to fucking take care of this. Yeah. Like, fuck, Carol. You, this can go bad. This can go really bad. But, yeah, and, and, and you know Rick is going to do it. Because at some point, like, he was, like, watching the lady walk away. And I was like, he's just staring at that booty. He just wants wants that booty <laughs> ain't nothing to get away with that booty so that happens and the priest just walked into the lady in charge and was like Rick fuck that priest we're talking about this on the way here we're like okay so they save you yeah, okay, they kind of killed some people in your church. But they were they about fucking, to kill you. Yeah, they fucking saved you. And a baby. Yeah, and they did not care. They were going to kill you and a baby and eat you. They were going to eat you. And then they blocked up, like, they secured the church again, and this bitch sneaks out. He goes and attracts a horde of zombies back to the church after they've secured it. And then he sneaks back into the church and tries to act like, like hey, nothing happened. Ain't nothing happened, man. Ain't nothing happened. I was so upset. I was like, I was like, this guy needs to die, dude. Okay, so you're gonna be pretty happy with the way like certain people get treated in the next season. Um, I, I, I don't really want to spoil it for you because it felt pretty good when I saw it happen, but. It's fucking. Right. I, the way, like, I so I'm too late to like record these episodes, and every time I record these episodes um, at home, 
Uh, none of them are in HD, and that bothers me. Yeah. Like, watching something standard definition oh. on a big-ass, like, HD TV does you, not sit well with you. You see the pixelation and yeah, everywhere. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I think I'd rather wait till for it to come out on Netflix. Yeah. So it's going to be, like, a year before I watch it. Very much. But I think still, like, Hulu shit. Do, do, like, the ne- like next day. Try. For certain things. I don't think they have a deal with AMC. But fuck. You know what? I've, also, I, I've been missing out on. Trials. This entire season of Comic Book Men. I don't know why. Like I just haven't had much of a desire to watch it. Probably because I listen to their fucking podcast now. Yeah. Like Trials. there's no. I, mean, I have no real desire to, to to watch the show. I think it's some like pretty cool stuff in there that you're like, oh yeah, that's neat. Like I remember that. Or, yeah. You know. But yeah, now I get Trials. I get what you mean. Um. So yeah, two episodes away from finishing the season of The Walking Dead, and um. I got Call of Duty on Friday, but um, I really want to play Call of Duty, but I really want to finish uh, The Walking Dead. (laughs) So that, like, it's one of those things where it's just like, fuck. Like, I've got so much shit going on that I want to watch and, like, play. Pretty much, like, I haven't gotten Call of Duty yet, but I'm pretty much just getting it just because you and Chop both have it. Right. And so that we can all play together, because we were doing that with Destiny for a bit, but... Now, now we're gonna do a Call, Call of Duty. Duty. Even even oh, just for the like zombies mode, like zombies mode was pretty much the only reason why. If I could just buy zombies mode and then just be able to play online with everybody else, that Call of Duty, listen up. Like all the cart DLC that is immediately playable, that shit would be dope. Yeah, because like saying. you know, I've always been like, I guess you know, I'm in the probably in the minority when it comes to this, but I'm always one of those people that does play through the Call of Duty campaigns. Well, I do too, just to go through the motions, yeah. like even if just for the easy achievement points. Mm-hmm. But apparently, a lot of people don't do that. Like a lot of people, like just jump right they have like a fifty percent uh, attachment rate for like the first achievement of any mission, mm-hmm. and then by the end of it, it gets down to about like twenty percent that mm-hmm. actually finish the uh, campaign. Yeah. Um, the multiplayer isn't bad. Like they had, they introduced uh, specialists. Yeah, I just straight up just don't trust Call of Duty multiplayer after Modern Warfare Two. Like it did, it pissed me off so much. Apparently, shotguns can kill you from like a good, you know, hundred yards away. Not that big of an issue in this one. I, I hope not. I really hope not. Especially since they're ripping off of fucking Titanfall so much now. Yeah, it I mean like it's it, in a good way and a bad way because I'm still thinking like very. Call of Duty like one dimension, mm-hmm. but then like I'll start shooting at someone and they'll like double jump into the air mm-hmm. and then they'll like just murder me because I'm just not used to like playing a Call of Duty game where someone can just yeah. fly up into the air or run away against the wall or something. Yeah, it's pretty much. It's just that though that same kind of thinking helps as well because one of the maps. Um, there's like a floating island that you can get to by like doing your double jump boost thing mm-hmm. and you can kind of just camp out on that island and just pick people off and that's pretty fun yeah cuz you know you're not just like sitting there camping but you're kind of like defending that little area so you're running yeah. back and forth and yeah I mean I Try. went like 30 <laughs> and like 10 that round yeah I used to be good at, at the first Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Four, and it all just went away. And how I'm like, so this how this this is how it feels. This sucks. This is how it ends. This is how it ends. <laughs> Fuck. It feels it feels bad. So yeah, what I've played in the campaign, um, 
is okay. Um, you technically get to create your own character for the campaign, yeah, but not really. Like they have one male character model and one female character model, wow. yeah, and they kind of just like, well, you can be either a very pale vampire white guy, <laughs> or like a slightly tanned beardy same white guy. <laughs> and it's like same thing for like the the females. It's like, well, you can be this lady with like uh, short red hair, or she can wear a bandana. No, or, yeah, it's just the, the variety is astounding. In it's the new. same character model; they just like very cheaply kind of dress them up. As you don't really see them uh, as far as what I've played in the campaign. You don't really see them too much, but it's not bad. Yeah, it's okay. I don't know GTA yeah. level customization to your character would be pretty dope in in Call of Duty. Yeah, you know, yeah. I played uh, single player zombies. Got to like round seven. Yeah. But that seems promising. They've got like a level up um, system in place for zombies. Okay. So the more you play, um, the better it becomes. And the more you use like a certain weapon, the better it becomes. Because you unlock attachments for those weapons out of the in-game menu. So Mm -hmm. let's say if you use the first gun, like a handgun. Yeah. If you level up and use it enough, uh, you'll be able to unlock, like, an extended magazine or, like, uh, a red dot sight for it or something. Yeah. Which, next time you go into the game, you'll be able to automatically, when you go pick up that weapon, you'll have it with all your attachments and Mm. stuff. So, that's kind of cool. I like the idea of that. Yeah. I I don't know why. I just remember everyone going apeshit over the red tiger camo from Call of Duty 4 and gold guns. They have gold guns in this game, and if you get all of the gold guns for every gun in a class, you get the diamond gun, which diamond is just gun. gold with, like, diamonds wow. encrusted on it. Yeah. But the amount of time that would take... Well, I'm pretty sure there's people who already have it right now. <laughs> That's the sad part. And, like, so when Chop and I were playing, we played, like, you know, right at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We live on the West Coast, so, you know, it's... Uh, Midnight for the East Coast, which is yeah, when it released. Um, so we're playing, and everybody was like, you know, level Trial. one. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of nice. But I know if I got on now, there'd be like level like one million, yeah. like prestiged eight times. Like, How the fuck did you do this? Do you not have a life? Do you not go to the bathroom? <laughs> what is wrong with you? He's playing from the bathroom, dude. Say that what them wireless you controllers, see, man. You the see wireless controllers. The, the, Obviously, the trick is you get a like assisted living home bed <laughs> that's got a commode right where your butt is at. You just drop trow or take have a, no trow, take a deuce, and just sit there and just keep playing. Well, the bed sores and the filth after a while are going to pile up. So yeah, but it's worth it. So you can prestige a couple times. And all, and all you're eating really is like Doritos and drinking Mountain Dew, so you can get those special codes. <laughs> I was about to say, I went to Seven um, Eleven. No, and I didn't go for that. I hope not. This is before I even um, got Call of Duty, but I was like, what? Like double XP for zombies? I was like, that's cool, I guess. Um, got my Slurpee and left 
And then I like looked it up online, oh. and the website to redeem those codes is called doandoritos.com. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow. yeah, you guys aren't okay. hiding a damn so thing now. Me, I already have a horrible addiction to Mountain Dew. And so I buy that shit regularly anyway, but seeing that on there is just like, what have we fallen to? <laughs> and then you're like, but now I should probably get the game so I can redeem all this double XP. <laughs> I don't want it to go to waste. I mean, it's not my fault. It's two for three bucks at every Chevron. I mean, like with my job, I stop by gas stations all the time. Yep. I can't help it. And you can't just let it go to waste. No, I can't. Not only does it taste great, <laughs> you can sell them to dumbasses for like two bucks. That's true. It's more than the nickel you get for taking it to the to the recycling bin. All right, Joey, we uh, got some gaming news. Yeah, we don't have a lot. We've got some. Uh, we it's been kind of a slim week for news, especially because um, we had Call of Duty come out this week. Yeah, um, we have Fallout Four coming out in like three days from when we're recording this. Indeed. Um, we have Battlefront coming out in 10 days. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to be able to buy most of these games. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider comes out next week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that A couple one. days. Um, and then you have the December releases, uh, Rainbow Six, uh, Just Cause, a um, couple Trial. other games in there yeah. that I'm sure I'm missing. Um so it's kind of like that Bye. super calm before the storm. Yeah. Like, I mean, the holiday season is literally just like right around Bye. the corner. And then you have Black Friday coming up, mm-hmm. which we can probably start by talking about that a little bit right now. Um, I got a email today um, saying that the Black Friday ad for GameStop Bye. has leaked. So if you haven't gotten an Xbox One or a PS4 yet... Um, you can get a Xbox One uh, Gears Ultimate Edition bundle for three hundred dollars. That was uh, or Try you can get the Nathan Drake collection for three hundred dollars with the PS4, like the whole thing. So That's, I think I think I'll probably get that for myself. Yeah, uh, as soon as Black Friday. Well, is it like only Black on? Uh, I think on it's Black Friday, Friday through Sunday. Okay. Well, supplies last. I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming so. Of course, it's like the first thing not to say it won't be cheaper somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure, you know, like Trial. Target and Walmart and Toys R Us and all these other places are going to be running similar deals. Trial. Yeah. Just why as well. Yeah. So, you know. That one creepy dude in the van in the alleyway probably has some deals. You know, if you get desperate. Sucking the savings out of a hose. <laughs> Why you have to go there, Johnny? I was just making an innocent joke <laughs> about a creepy man in a van. A creepy dude in a van. <laughs> and you had to just make it sick. If, what is wrong with you? It was sick the second it came out of your mouth. You knew what you were saying. <laughs> I did not. No, you know better. Do not blame me for this. I will blame you for everything, you fucking asshole. So we probably won't be able to bring you like Black Friday savings because yeah. next time we're going to record is going to be like two weeks, and that should be like right before Thanksgiving hits. Um, I think. I don't even know when Thanksgiving is. I think it's the fourth week of November. It, I don't know. We could probably Google I think it's the 26th, so technically we could be able to, but, I mean, nah, we probably won't. Do your own damn research. I mean, like... It's it's definitely the time to pick it up, though. This year, without a doubt, 
Uh, if you haven't upgraded yet, is the time to upgrade. Yeah. Uh, holiday season one year after release is always the best time to get it. I mean, it's been since what, like, like two years, right? It's been like it's two, been two years. years. Yeah. Okay, then yeah, two so, years. So even better because all of these like giant releases coming out on the new consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but screenshot comparisons of the 360 oh. version and the Xbox One version or PS3 version versus the PS4 version of Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Completely different. Really? Yeah, completely downgraded. One, they stripped the story, and they had already said they were going to do that. Um, So the old consoles just got um, just the multiplayer. Multiplayer and zombies. Um, But on top of that, uh, if you go look up, like, these screen comparison comparison shots of, like, the multiplayer maps, Mm -hmm. some stuff is just completely replaced. Like, they have, like, these giant... Like, you know, armored vehicles, mm-hmm. they'll just replace them with, like, tiny vans. What? Yeah. That's just so weird. Like, it's... it's. I mean, I get, like... It's a complete, now. like, you know, last-gen version of that game. Yeah. And I'm sure there's, you know, sacrifices wow. that need to be made. I mean, I'm assuming they're compressing something. Yeah. They're, they're trying to save some space. But that's just kind of... It looks bad. That's just kind of shitty, really. I mean, like, it's kind of, in reality, it's just kind of more of a force tactic to try and move people over to another system right now. Yeah, and, I mean, it sucks if you're, like, in that position where you don't have, like, any kind of income that you can spend on shit like this. Like, we're fortunate enough to have jobs and have money. Yeah, you know, to even if it's not enough to where we can get whatever the hell we want, we can make those decisions to upgrade or we can make those decisions to... You know, take a gamble on a game or, you know, something like yeah. that. Um, other people don't have that option. And yeah. to give someone like a complete subpar version of a game for only $10 less kind of seems messed up. Yeah. It's like $50 on uh, last gen. Yeah. Um, but there's no story and it's just a completely different game. So it's kind of. That's just, yeah, that's just fucked up. I don't really like that. That's, mm, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really. Now we have much of a say in it. I mean, like we can only. I mean, we can't really change their minds when it comes to stuff like this. I mean, we can try all we want, but it's not going to happen. We're not was like all in all, we're not going to affect a company's bottom line. So. Yeah, that's true. I mean, one person, two people really don't make that big of a difference, but. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to upgrade, this is the year to do it. Yeah. Uh, all, you know, you have Fallout 4. I, I already named them, but um, you've got all these big releases coming. You've got big releases coming at the beginning of next year. Um, without a doubt, this is the time. Here, let me go ahead and just... I'm going to... I'm showing Joey one of the, like, screen comparisons of, like, the last gen to the current gen version. <laughs> like it looks almost like you could say a completely different game. It it does. It I mean You can probably swipe right. I think there was another picture. But there's like the vehicle in that shot is completely different. There's like nothing on the ground. Fucking van. And then in the next in the Xbox One version, I mean there's snow on the ground, there's a giant fucking a, Trial. Like, like armored, yeah, man type fucking armored car. Yeah. 
in the background, you know, just and there's nothing. Like I'm like, why they even bother to release this? There's no, there is literally no point in releasing that at all. It's. He's just. I almost feel like kind of bad for the people who are like, yeah, we love Call of Duty and we went to go get it, but it's not really. Call of Duty. No. It's not what you Trial. like. You know they've been advertising. Man, they just they just do not. It's like in my mind, that's literally just like okay, they just do not give a shit. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, off topic because we were supposed to talk about gaming news, but that really hasn't happened yet. Um, so. Uh, yeah, now's the time to upgrade. Um, three hundred dollars. I mean, yeah, the very least. Ask oh. your significant other, parents, beg, plead. Go ask that creepy man in the van. Yeah, see, if, oh. like he'll let you do things to him for you know a new system. <laughs> so Johnny corrupted my mind. That's the reason why I said it. He forced me to do it. So apart from that, um. We can talk about a couple other things. One thing I didn't put on here, um, I don't know if you've seen any of it, but there have been some uh, people who got their hands on Fallout 4 early. There have been some like video leaks and just like Are, screenshot is leaks. Is that more than just the people who got you know, people of the press and like social media and stuff? Right, right. Like, it it's just like general public who's gotten their hands on the game. Like, the game fell off the back of a van and... Yeah, they somehow got their hands on it. Pretty much. Trial. So there been like some screens released and some info. Um, it's making some people kind of weary, but I mean, I don't I mean, really think there's lots to be concerned about. Um, you know, some people are complaining about like you know the actual like look of the game. It doesn't really look like you know next gen material. Uh, some people are complaining about like the size of the map. Mm-hmm. Like someone took. Um, like walked across the whole map and said it took him like 10 minutes and that seems kind of like you know not that, that big kind of weird but you know it's one of, it's a fallout game so Trial. yeah it's not all about just what's on the outside because there's going to be plenty of buildings to explore and like Trial. you know all of this stuff that's going to give yeah. you plenty of stuff to you know actually do yeah i remember well, i mean like I, I say this all the time that i lost a summer to fallout 3 and that's just not um, you know me just saying that i legitimately just played that thing all summer and i barely beat it by the end of summer like right. i had like you know maybe two weeks left in my summer to really yeah and it. i mean you can like power through that game but there's so much where you're just walking around and you'll see like a you know random little like building you'll Mm -hmm. go check to see if you can get inside of it and you can and then you just spend like 30 minutes you know up and down like you know all over the place clearing this place out checking every little nook and cranny every little locker to see if there's you know a couple bottle caps or or ammo or something and or like you just like you know, broken frying pan. Uh, I'm pretty sure I can sell this for a cap, and then you just keep fucking <laughs> taking shit until you're encumbered. So yeah, I wouldn't be too worried about that, you guys. I'm. I'm um, not, we really not. wouldn't. You know, we won't know until I think the review embargo for Fallout is Monday morning. Yeah, about like five a.m. I think. Wow. Yeah, somewhere around there. I mean, like, so if they were not confident in their game, they would not have given out. Trial. You know, uh, copies to the 
the press and to people with social media and everything else and people on YouTube and shit and they wouldn't have they're they one of those any. publishers or one of those like companies that just they oh. much like Rockstar they will not put out a bad game yeah yeah it's gonna be buggy and every like Bethesda game has been buggy as far as I can remember but if you're making like this giant open world thing, something's yeah, bound to go wrong. There's going to be bugs. You can't quality yeah. test that thing like you know Trials. too much. Yeah. So it's one of those games where I, th- I'm of course going to get it like you know right away on launch. Very Trials. excited for it. Um, but if you waited a little bit, it you know I don't think it'd necessarily be a bad Trials. thing. You know, you wait for one of the first or second patches that's going to fix a lot of the bugs. And yeah, yeah. You know, either way, it's going to be a good game. Yeah, it's going to be all right, you guys. I'm pretty sure you're just going to live up to everything we wanted to anyway. Yeah, no need to worry. Um, well, let's uh, let's start our news proper, Joey. Moving on. Um, did you watch the uh, no Metroid I did little not. short film? Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't even aware of it until like maybe a day or two ago, and I just haven't bothered to actually watch. It's like it. ten yeah. minutes long. You know, it's not something you can like you know sit while you're in watch while you're taking a dump. I don't know. I take ten minutes <laughs> at work all the time. It's a good little break. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's it's interesting to see it. It's something that would uh, very well work as a movie, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, 10 minutes is 10 minutes. A movie is, you know, 100 minutes to 200. Yeah. It's 100 minutes to 120. And it may look really cool, but that's probably because they were able to sink a big amount of money into just 10 minutes. Yeah, no, yeah, no. So, I'm not saying that, like, you know... Obviously, they couldn't do like a two-hour movie. Yeah, but it, it kind of Trials. since Nintendo's been a little more open to you know, is this officially licensed by Nintendo? No. Okay. So since Nintendo's a little more open to you know putting their properties out there, mm-hmm. mobile Trials. games, movies, you know, they said they're not opposed to any of this stuff. Um, it's a nice little insight of like what they could possibly do. Wow. Yeah, it starts off um, with uh, Jessica Chobot. She is wow. Samus. Yeah, um, it shows her talking about how she's gotten some transmission. So it just shows her going to this uh, area. Um, wow. Something happens. She gets knocked out, and then she has to escape as uh, these pirates are like you know mm-hmm. attacking her. Uh, it's pretty CG heavy, but I mean, Trials. I mean, like it's, you can't really expect a video game movie not be CG. Yeah, heavy. it's, it's I kind mean, of ridiculous. Thing. They very much did the Iron Man thing, where it's like they show the outside and then they'll just show the uh, inside of the face, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing, or just like inside the helmet kind and of cam, like the HUD and everything yeah. else. Yeah. So I thought that it, it's just one of those things that's very interesting. It's mm-hmm. like ten minutes long. Um, I wanted to ask you. So we had this one. We had like the Power Rangers, like little gritty short film thing that they did. Um, They, whoever made it, not, you know, officially licensed or anything. Um, Is there anything that you'd like would want to see any property that you'd like think would work to get like some kind of like a A rebooted treatment or a push into a into a movie right just video games yeah 
Well, video games were like some like obscure cartoon. Like similar, yeah, like just anything. Kind of like yeah, old TV show or. I think I've uh, like Voltron's been in development for like has been in development hell for a while now, and I remember hearing about Voltron movie uh, like a few years before Pacific Rim came out. Yeah, and I've always thought that would be pretty interesting, despite the cartoon being boring as all fuck. Yeah, as a kid, at least that's the way I remember it. You know, come at me, fight me, I don't care. (laughs) Um, But. You know, as far as like video games go, like maybe Mega Man in some way, like they can probably spin that into something interesting. But I kind of think that these only really work for the most part as these ten-minute shorts, as a as a short movie. Um, You don't really see a whole bunch of short movies being made into full-length features. Um, Yeah, that's true. The last thing that really did that, and granted, though, it made it really, really big, was uh, Whiplash. Whiplash originally started off as, like, this fucking, you know, Norwegian short film. And it got made into, you know, uh, know, a full theatrical release movie, you know, um, that, you know, won J.K. Simpson Oscar, for fuck's sake, you know. So it's not, like, entirely unheard of, but, like, when it comes to things like this where it needs to have hundreds of millions of dollars sunk into it trial the only real way you can get you can do it is if you show off you know hey this is the price tag on these 10 minutes right trial. you extrapolate this out multiply that by you know 12 yeah and trial. that's just production budget that's how much it's going to take to just Make the visual right. of this whole thing yeah. and make it nice and shiny and spit polished. This is not including marketing. This is not including, uh, you know, Trial. actor actors, budgets and actor everything. Budgets. Yeah, and it's not including any, you know, mishaps that may happen on set. This may, this does not, you know, cover insurance or whatever else. This is just straight up production budget. If they did that, there might be more stuff going behind it and we could actually see maybe a full metroid movie but as far as other properties um i this wouldn't really work as you know dark gritty kind of thing um that some people fucking want i don't really i don't know i can get into that later about how i don't really think dark and gritty means good but that power ranger thing was pretty neat though it was neat but it was a parody in and of itself though yeah, of course. I mean, it, it was. was not to be taken seriously. But they're actually making a Power Rangers movie, aren't they? Like, suppose they're in the middle of like casting people for these roles. But their producer is insane and also hard to work with, if I remember correctly. And also, his yeah. movies tend to suck. So, <laughs> I mean, Machine Gun Preacher wasn't that fucking good. I mean, if you if you heard of a movie called Machine Gun Preacher, Trial. you would think this is gonna be dope. But it's not. But it sounds badass, Joey. It sounds badass, but Gerard Butler in that movie is not badass at all. Um, It's just, you know, like Earthworm Jim, maybe I can see that becoming an animated movie. So uh, this is what I'm thinking. Um, I've always said Earthworm Jim, by the way. Gritty reboot, (laughs) gritty dark reboot of Hey Arnold. (laughs) Pulp Fiction style. Uh, Gerald and... And uh, and Arnold are Jules and uh, Vince, and they're trying to find Arnold's parents. That way, you get the like emotional sadness in there. Trial. 
Okay, so we're not going like unnecessary bloody. And oh no, they're gonna kill everybody in on their way to find his parents. So it's gonna be like unnecessarily bloody, bloody and crazy. Okay, so okay, but it's so. just to have that extra emotional attachment, okay. other than just like kill, 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 because you get hyped up for all this killing, and then there's gonna yeah. be like a sadness at the end, and just to make everyone cry like a little bitch. Yep. Okay, so scratch <laughs> the whole uh, Pulp Fiction thing, more apocalypto than because. There was a planned movie where they do go to the jungle and try and find Arm's yeah. parents. Yeah. Where they supposedly crash landed and shit. So make it more apocalypto and get crazy. <laughs> They're about to get Mel sacrificed. Back. Yeah. <laughs> get crazy as Mel Gibson back to uh, to direct this some bitch. <laughs> a pig gets like skewered on a trap. Yeah, and just like yeah. have all that shit go down. I'm alright with that. I'm kind of all right with that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you something else. Jay. What do you think about like doing things like this for like um, directors that kind of want to get their name out there? Like making something that's like a fan project like this, like something that's got a like you know big fan base, um, mm. and you know like think about like uh, let's talk about Try. the Power Rangers thing again. Yeah, um, the director who did that. Um, do you think he would have been as successful if he just made like some regular I, story thing, sure or like you think like because yeah. he like made a Power Rangers like gritty reboot thing, he's now gotten more notice and has you know more of his name out there um, than he would have otherwise? If I remember correctly, that yeah. director's actually done full movies. He used to, if I remember correctly, he directed um, lots of music videos, and then he. <laughs> Did a few. Uh, You're kind of poking movies. holes in my. Uh, well, I'm telling you here. I, I'm telling you this. It's cool. No, like I'm not trying to have a conversation with you and shit. Like, oh, well, I'm, I'm doing this for a reason. Um, let me see if I can. Let me see if I can find this fucking thing. Um, but in general, yeah, that should help somebody with their career. It should be like, hey, this is what I'm capable of. And you don't need a degree to become a director. You don't need a degree to become a writer or a producer or anything like that. You just gotta fall in the right place at the right time. Like, I'm sure it does help to be able to, like, build your craft, you know, to take classes for the stuff, but yeah, it's not necessarily... If you've got a, like, will to direct or write or produce or do whatever... You can do it. You just need yeah. to, like... You just need that drive to get you in yeah. there. And if you just, like... If this blows them away, like, if a, if a person who wants Try. to direct this or a person who wants to get into directing features or even TV shows and they go, like, hey, this is my short, you know, that's easily able to go, like, hey, you know, this guy's pretty good. This guy has Try. some talent. This guy could yeah. probably... is like We'll test him out and see if he can helm you know, uh, this indie project we got and, and this really tiny indie project that we have that, you know, is, Child. you know, right. It, it kind of inconsequential to us for the most part and, and see where he goes from there. I mean, this um, might be a bad example right now, but Josh Trank, he Child. started off as he directed a like small, like little internet video called like a stabbing at Leia's like 19th birthday party. And, um, I had listened to an inter- like a, some kind of interview thing he did with Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. um, and he was talking about how he just did it like over a weekend. He got some friends and he like paid them in beer. Wow. Yep. And you know, like as you do, they just like filmed this thing, and it's just like this, like you know, couple minutes short, mm-hmm. and it's wow. like 
there's like a lightsaber fight and there's all this crazy stuff that's happening because it's Leia from like you know the Star Wars universe Mm -hmm. or whatever Um, but apparently he did that and then like the next day he's getting calls and like offers and like getting to talks with people so obviously there, you know, there is success it's, stories there. Yeah, there are success stories, but also, you know, some people tend to just kind of peter out and flame out after a little like Josh Trank. Right. But um, like technically that should work, but also it's notoriously hard Kyle. to get into the industry. It's ridiculously hard. I mean, just for a writer, you have to kind of know a guy in order to get your script kind of pushed Kyle. into the right direction. Right. You have to kind of, you know, or you just have to, you know, hope by all hope and like just get like the most insane amount of luck and say oh. is and you know like your script was good enough to like impress so this guy and this guy and this guy you impressed all the right people Try. and this is being put into production and you're staying on as the writer because that's the kicker sometimes you're not staying on as the writer sometimes they just take your script and they rewrite it after they buy it and and then they just have oh. you as story by and then written by somebody else and it, it, it's it's a fickle business. It's yeah, a very but I mean, business. it's an art if you're form doing that business, you're getting paid. That is, true. you can sell your story to Trial. the studio. That at least helps in being like, I wrote this story, or yeah. the story was by something that I wrote. But here's the problem, though, because Trial. this is also an art and a business. People who they, the people who make these things, people who write these things, see themselves as artists, and they want their recognition. That's true. They want their. And I was like, no, this is not story by. I wrote this thing. This is my story. This is. I am the writer. I am the director. That's usually the mentality people have when they go into this thing. And usually that hubris, that ego, is sometimes a big downfall for them. But it's also something that's necessary because if you aren't willing to take those. Yeah, you know that the, that's the if you, Yeah, if you don't get those credits, nobody's ever going to recognize you for mm-hmm. what you've done. So, yeah. I mean, like, and that's the business side like too. Very, you like, straight up say to somebody, "Hey, I sold four scripts wow. to Warner Brothers," and, and they're like, "That's like, great," but have any of them been made in movies? Like, and then like, have anything been made in movies? And then you know, like, uh, you know, one it was like, you know, two are is like, I sold four scripts of Warner Brothers, and two of them are in production right wow. now. And they like, okay, he's got some. Same with directors. Like I've directed two movies, and I've directed you know four movies, and uh, you know two broke even, and then two made X amount of money over budget. Right, and then that's what kind of gets them because all in all, the business side is what decides if you stay there. The business side is what decides everything, really. Pretty much. I think there's very, very few directors or shot callers, uh, writers. and stuff like that that can say, I want to make this, we're making wow. this. Yeah. There's very, very few people out very there few. who can te- do that. On a statistical basis, you are more likely to play professional sports than you are to become wow. a full-time, you know, actually, you know, still working in the industry, screenwriter or director. Wow. Let's be honest, that, uh, that statistic is probably a little higher for us. Because I don't think we have, we're definitely not made to know. play professional sports. Yeah, I, I don't know. Bowling is considered a professional sport. Have you seen them fat sons of bitches shove their hands into those holes? I mean, can't do it. You can't do it. I just can't do it. Because like we got these giant meat hooks that we just use for like shoveling food into our fat gobs. And just like hold the ball like at the bottom with two hands and just kind of like roll it Trial. grainy style underneath <laughs> my legs. Is it? I just I Fred Flintstone that some bitch. <laughs> I just hold it at one point and I just sling it as far as hard as I can. <laughs> 
but, cares um, if it kills someone? Like, so, you know, as I uh, going back to the point, straight up, it could only do no, it can do nothing but help you if you make Bye. a short film. I mean, and also it, it, you have to start somewhere. I mean, yeah. if you look at Steven Spielberg, you know, Steven I mean, Spielberg's yeah, kind of like, the like, main dude. Yeah, you started not, off making movies in his in his backyard. Right. And it's one of those things where it's like it's hard to make a two-hour movie. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to shoot over a weekend, shoot like two hours worth footage. of footage, mm-hmm. and then cut that down to ten minutes. Yeah. Because the amount of filming, unless you really know what you're doing, mm-hmm. unless you're one of those like super talented um, directors that like fucking... that like cuts while they're filming, yeah. you're gonna need to film a lot of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, interesting little note on that is when. Martin Scorsese made The Wolf of Wall Street, which is one of my favorite movies of that year. Right. Um, just fucking insane. It was insane. He had over, you know, like 175 oh. hours of footage. 175 hours. For it's, a, or is at least two. something insane like that for like a movie that's three hours. Yeah. You know, he had to par oh. all that down. So like whoever you know was the editor on that movie, you know, had their word cut out for them. That they edited down all of that, mm. that there was so much footage, so much story to tell, that, or like so many reshoots, so many takes of the same thing over and over again, that they chose the best ones and they chose the right ones and they edited it all together for three hours. Trial. So if you're out there and you're an aspiring movie maker, come back and just do it. Just come make a short film. Just do it. You can record it on your phone, probably. Granted, though, it, it's, it's a lot easier to say just go do it. And, than actually going out and doing it because you That's have to true. like plan wow. and you have to go like okay who's willing to kind of you know be on camera and yeah shit and, and, wow. but you know it's you have to put in that work nobody's yeah. gonna ever hand you anything um, I think about like us podcasting wow. it's something that I'm always like oh yeah podcasting is something I really enjoy but unless I actually get down and nitty gritty yeah actually start doing it. You know, we can think about all we want, but until we actually fucking get around to doing it, chase your dreams, people. I believe in you. I don't. (laughs) Show is an asshole. Yeah, Um, that's right. Moving on, Um, we have some other kind of big news. So uh, the Xbox new dashboard uh, that they've been talking about since E3 will be officially releasing next week on Thursday. So we're getting another system update one. Uh, 11 12 okay. is when this thing goes and that's also when all these games that are backwards compatible will be backwards compatible okay mm-hmm. so is red dead finally on there i don't know they haven't released the list yet i believe it will be made available early next week mm-hmm. um i sure hope it is me too um but yeah, so that is happening next week. Trial. Um, this dashboard's supposed to be kind of a big deal and supposed to look like Windows 10 and kind of have Trial. more so of that feel. It's supposed to be easier to uh, maneuver. Um, so we'll actually see how that works out. I, I don't really have much of a problem with the current dashboard. I mean, yeah, so I think it's just fine to maneuver. Yeah, so, it so this one is very left to right. Trial. The one that we're getting is up and down. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of like going down as opposed so to going of left like and there's right. Like four separate menus, you feel like it's just Trial. one long menu. Yeah, kind of. I I just stay on one menu anyway, unless like there's something free with gold. And but even then, like usually twice. that stuff is like right in that like first little tap yeah. there. So. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I don't think it's really necessary, but it's supposed to work a lot better. Yeah. Um, 
The most important thing, I think, of all of this is the backwards compatibility. So if you buy Fallout 4, you'll get your Fallout 3 two days later. Not that you'll be done with Fallout 4 or want to play Fallout 3 while you are playing Fallout (laughs) 4, but... um, Do you remember remember the blades that were on the Xbox 360 when it first came out? That ugly-ass fucking menu... So that, that wasn't all that great of an interface, that's for sure. No. And then you kind of think know. about the menu that we had at the end of the life cycle of the I liked it. It was, so, oh, it was nice. very easy to maneuver. It was I very straightforward uh, compared to, like, the PS3. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is just weird and confusing. Yeah. I mean, like, it's kind of weird that they have the same interface, the same menu for the PS3 that they do with their Blu-ray players. Right. And this is just kind of strange. Yeah, but yeah, and Try. it's kind of hard to imagine that we went from that shitty, you know, almost non-interactive, uh, you know, not really thing. like user friendly, really. Yeah, to Try. now we what we have on the Xbox One, which is actually not bad. Yeah, leaps and bounds. It's kind of weird. I yeah. feel old. Trial. Yeah, my back hurts. <laughs> well, Joey. Since we're talking about consoles and companies, Nintendo transition is talking. Yeah. And they're talking their first mobile game. Okay. So, which is? What what would you want as your first mobile game? Straight up, I uh, I want a Mario platformer. Okay. Well, you're not getting a Mario platformer. Fuck that. Joey, do you like, uh, do you like Me Maker? Trial. Do you like Facebook? I hung my head in, in just this pure disappointment. And I guess I shouldn't say Facebook. I should say like more so like Tamagotchi life. But so Nintendo's first mobile game. Trial. I can't tell if you heard me sigh, but I sighed <laughs> as hard as possible at the news I'm getting right now. So the first mobile game um, got pushback. Okay. Because they said that they're gonna, we're going to have two games by the end of 2015. They're like, yeah, it's not going to happen. We're getting it in 2016. Um, but the first yeah. game that they're coming out with is called uh, Miyatomo, I believe. Trial. You pretty much... It's... It's a... They, they've said it's a social network for shy people. <laughs> I'm trying to amuse myself as I'm getting this information because this is boring and horrible. So pretty much you're going to make your me. Trial. This is so stupid. And then you're going to use that to communicate and play with other people who also have this app. But is it an actual game or is it some fucking lame Facebook simulator? It's a mobile app, Joey. It's sort of like a game. You'll be able to play with, like, you'll be able to... I'm assuming it's going to be sort of like Tamagotchi Life, which was this, like, life sim kind of a thing. Well, I know, I remember that. It was, like, the weird little pocket de- dealies that you fucking fit on your fucking keychain. And No. That, that's, a, that's a different thing. Whatever. Um, but this was an actual, like, game that was for the 3DS, where it's kind of like a life simulator. You create a character, and you go around, and you, like, meet other characters. and So it's Animal Crossing with an online element. No, because Animal Crossing has other characters that are, like, NPC characters. But it's Animal Crossing with, you know, just a big multiplayer map. No. 
It's like a social network. It's so stupid. Hmm. It's going to be like you interacting with other me's. Like, so you say something to this other me, and this other person is going to say something to you through their me. So, well, okay, wow. yeah, but this is so stupid, though. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I am not disagreeing I, with you. I just totally think wow. this is dumb, and I wish that they had fucking not. I want a Mario shit. platformer. That's what I want. I want to be able to get on my fucking phone when I'm bored and shit at lunch and have already, like, scarfed like, down my food like the pig I am like, and play some fucking Mario. Like, think about, like, Rayman, like, Legends. Like, I don't know if you played any of the Rayman, like, uh... Rain Man? Rain Man. The Tom Cruise Dustin <laughs> Hoffman simulator? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, played, I played that so much. But they, they made, um... They made, uh, like... I don't want to call them endless runners, but they've made like uh, platforming Rayman games oh. on mobile, where you don't control Rayman running; he just endlessly runs. You, you control the jumping game. and the like little air hovers. And See, I could get into that. I could easily get into that. So you could do something like that with a Mario game, oh, like I mean, something casual, easy. something easy, just a high score type based thing. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But it's uh, it's it's bold. That's, That's for not sure. It. That's what I would call it. I, I think Try. what they're going for so is much. is appealing to everybody who's not a core gamer. Because I know a lot of the that community so well is for them. very... Well, it worked out very well on the Wii for them. Yeah, but they also released like two consoles since then. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um... That's what's happening with that. They've also announced a Nintendo account, Trial. which is an account that will work on your Wii U and X, um, on PC, on mobile, on your uh, 3DS, on tablets. Is that so it's just a, Yes. It's a connected okay. account to kind of like be able to retrieve the things you've purchased. Because mm-hmm. um, right now and before, if you had purchased something on the eShop, and let's say you lost your DS, or your DS got destroyed. Yeah, you're probably you're like wow. shit out of luck. You've lost those games, even though you've bought them digitally. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be able to re-download them. And even now, um, if you buy something online, it's associated to your DS, so you have to call customer service in order to get an okay to re-download this thing you've already Try. bought without having to pay for it again. Right. Hmm. So. People are kind of hoping and speculating that this will be the step in the right direction. In the right direction to be yeah. able to, you know, retrieve those things if you bought them. Um, they are also doing cloud saves with this, wow. yeah, which is great because I mean, it was being done on last gen. Mm-hmm. Glad they're finally catching up. Yeah, I, I was about to say like I like how many like right steps they have to take in order to just to catch up to what we have wow. have had you know four years ago. And it's it's very funny because like uh, on the infographic that they showed for this, um, they show a little cloud, and yeah. it says cloud, uh, and um, underneath it in like little parentheses yeah. it says game saves. Like they just found out about it. They're like, you guys, there's this thing called the cloud, and and it, you can like transfer your game this saves. Is the first time like the Asian <laughs> kid has to copy off the white kid in class. He's like, fuck. It steps in the right direction, but um, they really need to come out guns a-blazing. Because 
I mean, like, this whole, like, being one generation behind, pretty much, like, graphically one generation behind yeah. at this point. And, I so, mean, like, like, the Wii, Kyle. you know, compared to the 360 and the PS3, was my, might as well have been, like, it, it might as well have just been, like, an actual generation behind. Yeah. You, you, they might as well just been stuck. They might as well just stuck with the GameCube. And same point. thing with the Wii U at this point. Like mm-hmm. it's like you know, it's comparable to the 360 and Child. the PS3. Yeah, I mean like when but you, you have like we're five people in a room, now. and when you have like five people in a room, the Wii U can be pretty fun. Oh yeah, no, it, it, it can be a blast. But I'm just saying like. As far as like third Bye. parties go, nobody's gonna be able, nobody's gonna go buy a Wii U mm-hmm. so they can play the new Madden no. or you know a new FIFA game. I mean, like they're, they're new I Call of Duty game. You know, they're these kind of like, relying heavily on like groups of people playing together. And they they're, they're that, uh, almost like relying exclusively on their first party stuff mm-hmm. in order to sell consoles. Like Mario Kart sold consoles. Yeah. Um, Smash Bros sold consoles. Um, Smash Brothers will always sell consoles. Yeah. So. So, you know, they, and Mario Maker sold consoles, mm-hmm. um, but nobody's rushing. No, between picking the Wii U, the Xbox One, and the PS4, Bye. nobody's going to the Wii U because there's just like if there's third party games they want to play, they Bye. won't be able to play them there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I understand that mm-hmm. they've got to step it up. Trial. Uh, last bit of news. I'm sad uh, now. <laughs> Last bit of news, and then we will take a quick break and come back with movie news. But last bit of news, um, Activision has bought uh, the developer King, Mm -hmm. which if you don't know who that developer is, um, just look on your mom's cell phone (laughs) (laughs) and you'll find one of their games on there. Right. You could probably look on your own cell phone and probably find one. I had Candy Crush for about a good 10 minutes. Um, Yeah, so King is the developer of Candy Crush. Um... They Activision bought King for five point nine billion dollars. Billion with a B. Yeah, billion dollars. Like I just Activision had enough money to buy Star Wars. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Star Wars license, yeah. And they didn't. Not even that they didn't. I wouldn't want them to have it. But I'm just saying they had the. They have like all this money. Like they okay. could just be like, here Bye. you go. And the reason why this company is worth like how much was it again? Five point nine billion dollars. Five point nine billion dollars is because of the in-app purchases of these games that they millions have. of dollars, millions of dollars of revenue. Like by a quarter alone, they had like how much money in a quarter? Like over five hundred million dollars. Yeah, without a doubt, this is going to make its money back, and it's a smart purchase from Activision. Mm-hmm. Um, Just buy it. Don't but touch Jesus it. Christ! Like the reason why they did this is because they uh, the statement. Uh, I don't have the exact statement readily available, but it was essentially they want to reach. Uh, more of their um, customer base. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that means mobile gaming, right? Yeah. Um, so instead of like trying yeah. to build up their own little mobile gaming de- department, try and compete with a company like King, try they're it. just going to go buy it and take, have money. take care of it. Yeah. You know, so I mean, that's the smartest way they can possibly do this. And also, just like, God damn, it. that's just like, like how much just. It's a shitload of money. Just imagine if you're the guy who brokered that deal, how much of a fucking bonus you would get out of that. If you got, if I had a percentage, one percent of that money, I could retire at 24 and be fucking fine. Yep. So there's, you know, 
That's crazy. I'm, I just, I'm, I'm just like lamenting every decision for, in my life at this point. What I'm waiting for is the Call of Duty uh, integration with, with Call Candy of Duty Crush. Candy Crush integration. So either we're going to have uh, Candy Crush weapons in Black Ops 3 or there's going to be like a Call of Duty like nuke little like <laughs> thing that you can like wow. those power up things that you can use in Candy Crush. Damn. So okay, so sure because there's, like, there's going to be crossover. Yeah, the streams you're, are going to cross. You're uh, you're, you're going to be shooting jelly beans at people, you know, <laughs> and you're going to get candy power ups and wow. like and the downloadable the, the newest DLC map is going to be Candyland. Fucking know it's going to be, but Candy Crush camo. Yeah, <laughs> so your guns. So pretty much wow. like. Just imagine this. These guys made that much money off of a game that's been ripped off and ripped off and ripped off over and over and over and over again. And they just, it's the first game that was really like this was Bejeweled. And there's probably a game that was like that before Bejeweled. And, yeah. And that's all it takes sometimes. That's all it takes. It just the even right time, trial. the right place, with the right art style and right direction. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the best ideas are ideas that aren't your own, but you've trial. jazzed them up to be your own. We're talking about Steve Jobs earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, like stuff like you know, tablets had been around before the iPad. Yeah, trial. and like, they were developed by Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But those didn't take off, and then the second that the iPad comes out, everybody flips out. Yeah. And also, it's funny right. too because those Microsoft uh, tablets were by far more powerful and more capable than the right. iPad that came out, the first generation Trial. iPad that came out. And now, iPad is just slowly integrating stuff that Microsoft already had to their iPads now and their iPhones now. Same right now, they're just slowly integrating bits of the Android into their phone. Trial. Yeah. Now they have a drop-down bar. I remember having a drop-down bar like four years ago. Yeah, I remember someone was like, oh my god, we get swipe now Trial. on like iPhones. And I'm like, we get, we've had swipe for like years. <laughs> Welcome to 2010, bitch. <laughs> you know? It's, it, it's just weird like how much just brand recognition does this. Yeah. It, and it kind of saddens me um, when you Trial. when you see it that way, because like you think about how many downloads this thing's had, millions upon millions of downloads. Yeah, um, I'd say even probably close to a billion. I mean, I could probably look up how many downloads it's had on the Google Play Store yeah. itself. Trial. But even if one percent of those people make in-app purchases, fucking game over, dude. Game over. <laughs> so. Good on Activision. I mean, we'll see. Good on this. King. Good yeah. on fucking King, dude. Holy shit. God damn. I wish I was them right, right now. Because I, I was going to say, I was like, imagine I can be mad you, about like, all I want. made a stupid mobile game, ended up making you a shitload of money, and then this company comes along and is like, yeah, uh, we're going to buy you for Trial. almost $6 billion. Straight up, that's what like, um, Flappy Bird started off as a joke. And now people fucking were selling their cell phones that still have Flappy Bird installed for hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And with all of the like ad revenue that it was making mm-hmm. as well, that dude was doing pretty good for himself. And then he 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 just up and quit it right then and there because he said it was just supposed to be a test game for himself and the other stuff he wants to develop. He didn't mean for Trial. that to become his life, and you kind of have to. On, like you know, be impressed by his integrity that he's Trial. willing to step away from all that. 
and also kind of you have to kind of go like, dude, I would have taken the easy way out and just rode that gravy train into the ground, like into yeah. the dirt. There was kind of like some rumors that there might have been some foul play involved as to why uh, he removed it. Mm-hmm. But he yeah. was sued by Nintendo for using their artwork or something. Maybe. I don't know. He's making enough money where he could just be like, eh, fuck you. Whatever. Yeah. Try. Here's some money. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> he literally could have done that and just like, people go, alright, got some money. So, Jay, let's take a break and contemplate all the bad Try. decisions we've made in our life to where we're not making $6 billion. I'm, so, I'm, I'm going to go home and eat barbecue and cry. <laughs> alright. Well, we'll be back after Joe has finished eating all his barbecue and crying. With Hi. we'll be back with the movie news. That's what we'll be back with. <laughs> Not sadness and depression. So I don't know, man. I don't really know how Hi. much I can keep up the charade of my life. <laughs> All right, you guys, we'll be back. Joe's just uh, whispering into his mic because he's... I'm back with Johnny, my co-host. All right, dude. Welcome back to NPR. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I'm, um, so, and movie news is your weekly news. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little aroused by that, Johnny. <laughs> um, so, movie news uh, is next up on the chopping block. Try. And we don't really have a whole bunch... Uh, you know, just same same with gaming, not a whole bunch. It's kind of weak. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like we know things that are already coming out. Um, we're just kind of waiting for them to come out. Pretty much. Really, there's not much else to I do. I mean, like holiday point. season, it kind of slows down yeah. for movies, mostly because uh, a bunch of them tend to be Christmas movies. Um, for the most part, but then anything really big that it's going to be like January, February, Oscar contenders tend to come out like a few months before the second round. Yeah. So um, to start off with everything, we were kind of talking about this earlier in the podcast. Uh, Steve Jobs not doing so great in the box office. Johnny has the numbers. Yeah. So um, the production uh, budget on it was thirty million dollars. Of course, production alone. Uh, domestically, it's made sixteen million. Yeah. So they still got a way to go. They still got a ways to go. And I mean, it opened um, like you know a wide release on the twenty third. So it's been almost a month. Yeah. Since it's been out, um, that doesn't fare too good. No, I, I can kind of tell why some of the, like why this isn't Child. doing too well. Um, I think it's because of. The Steve Jobs movie just called Jobs. With Ashton Kutcher. With Ashton Kutcher uh, whoever thought that oh. was a good fucking idea. Um, <laughs> that was released not incredibly long ago, I think. A I year think. or two ago? Yeah, something Child. like that. And, yeah. you know, uh, that was Oscar Beatty as fuck. Um, I think that was, like, right after he died. So. I like, I like Oscar Beatty. Yeah. But sound. Oscar Beatty. <laughs> You gonna go Oscar bait tonight? I'm gonna go Oscar bait tonight. All right, Jack, quit with me. So, 
you know, I, I'm pretty it just, sure. I think it, people are thinking this is the same movie or at least very similar. Yeah, and I oh. mean. Yeah, they might be very different, but I think it might be a little too soon to go ahead and try and do another yeah. Steve Jobs movie. But I will say this: this is uh, leaps and bounds better than Trial. the Ash Kutcher one. This one actually has a good actor uh, as Steve Jobs. Um, <laughs> but and I, I think Trial. another reason why is because in the press, uh, the CEO for Apple, what's the fuck his name? Bob Gale? No. I can't remember his name. Yeah. John Cook, something Cook. I don't fucking know. I don't. Really Cook, he should be a chef. He should be a chef. The, do what yeah. your name says. Be a chef. Um, he was saying that the movie is uh, ill-timed or like yeah. ill-advised and is just kind of uh, trying to cash in on Steve Jobs' legacy and his untimely death and all that other shit. Yeah. I don't really think it is. Yeah. It's literally just trying to portray the man as the businessman he was and as kind yeah. of a shitty person he was as well. Yeah, um, and it's weird because I don't think they've opened in foreign markets yet. Not yet. Yeah. Um, they're, they're not going to do well in foreign markets either. Yeah, and because... It's not giant robots and shit yeah. in China, so they're not But on top of that, there. like, there's all the controversy. Because uh, yeah. China, of course, being pretty much, like, the second biggest market for movies. Yeah. Um, there was so much backlash for Apple for using, yeah. like, very cheap Chinese labor. Yeah. So I can see this definitely not going over very well. Trial. Yeah. So it just kind of seems like something they're going to have to take a loss on. Yeah. It might not be as big as some of the yeah. other movies we're going to yeah. talk about, but... But, um, you know, this, I think this is a movie like people should go see. It definitely deserves to be seen. Um, it, as I said earlier in the podcast, this kind of shows uh, what Steve Jobs was as a businessman and also as a man in his personal life. And it's probably going to shock a lot of people in the way he's portrayed. And, so, and it might actually be Trial. to the point of which where some people are just not going to believe it at, at some point. But uh, and you can call me like blissfully, blissfully ignorant. But I mean, I really yeah. don't know that much about Steve Jobs. No. Um, I didn't. I didn't really know either. But Aaron Sorkin, as a yeah. screenwriter, is not a guy to you know skimp on facts to pull punches and yeah. not to pull punches. So uh, this is trial um, from. If I remember correctly, this is from uh, actual accounts from the people who were in his life, and right. this was trial. also. And it, it's not like. Uh, the Facebook movie. It's well, I mean, like tone yeah. is kind of similar, but it's not like the Facebook movie where you know the movie's based off of a book that was kind of yeah. you know deliberately where there was character like bashing on levels of separation, <laughs> separation that, that from reality. Yeah, but it did make for a fantastic movie. Um, this is, it seems more you know real. Uh, and more insightful to the kind of person Steve Jobs was, wow. right? And um, despite what you may think of him or anything else, I mean, I have I've always had my personal opinions of uh, you know what I've thought of him and the way people viewed wow. him, but uh, just it's it's easy to separate that with this movie and just really see the movie for what it is as a whole, right? And it's pretty great. It's sad that wow. they're not making a whole bunch of money on it. I would like at least for them to break even. But, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. That's true. So, uh, what yeah. other movies uh, have bombed? I, I, I know one of them did, like, uh, was essentially the worst yeah. grossing movie of, like, this whole month. 
and probably of the year, maybe. Um, let, let, let's run through some of the other ones you have on the list. Let's go through some of the other ones. So Crimson Peak. Trial. Um, Which was fucking dope, by the way. Good movie from what I've heard, but I mean, it hasn't done that well, box office. Um, their budget it was uh, $55 million, mm-hmm. Trial. and they're at yeah. right now. I think that movie would actually do pretty well in foreign markets. I think that one will in do Europe, really well do there. And they'll Trial. also hit that, like, you know... Um, Essentially, that like DVD market as well. Oh yeah, I'm definitely. That's going to be there. Blu-ray. This you is know, be so awesome Blu-ray. Um, that yeah. I don't see doing too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is on the list. You know, to date, and it hasn't done too well. No. And I, the time for it to do very well is pretty much done. Yeah. yeah. You know, you try and hit. That it was like, marketed as a horror movie. Not essentially a horror movie through and through, but it was marketed as one. And October is over. Right. Uh, let's see what else is on here yeah. that isn't doing too well. Um, there's a big one that we can talk about, but I might wait. Um, Gem and the Holograms is on there. They're, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they got blasted out of the market yeah. pretty much. Yeah, and Who knew that the staying power of Molly Ringwald was not outside of the 80s? <laughs> Um, their um, domestic gross is two million. Yeah, it says their production uh, was five, though. Yeah, uh, plus marketing, though. You have that in there. It just doesn't seem like it's going to do too well. Yeah, um, I think what happened with this movie is based off a of beloved children's cartoon. Is that from the you? 80s. Is that you marketed it as a gem in the holograms movie, but it Try wasn't that. Pretty much. A lot of the things that people are saying is if they would have marketed this as anything else, it would probably have been fine. It would have done fine. But the fact that they added uh, Gem and the Holograms in mm-hmm. the title and base it off Try of that and people who went didn't get that, yeah. that's the problem. Pretty much. And like the main audience that went to go that wanted to go see a Gem in the Holograms movie were the people who used to watch the cartoon in the 80s. Right. Try you know, the, the, you know, the, you know, mothers now probably um or fathers or fathers who knows maybe you may maybe you're that one kid who watched jim and the holograms right before gi joe came on i don't know i don't know your life but um uh yeah those are the people the old school fans are the ones who went to go see it and they took their kids to go see it to show them hey this is what i used to watch as a little kid yeah and that that was the whole center that was the market of this movie and Apparently, the movie producers and everyone else thought if you just put fucking makeup and wigs on the people who are singing, that Try makes it a Jim and the Holograms movie. But, but that's, that's not what... Movie. It's like they, they didn't care to look at the source material. Try. And they were just like, they copy to- that look. Put it on stage. Yeah. We're done. I'm guaranteeing you what probably happened was is that someone got a script and then they went, okay, so, you know, nostalgia is really big right now. Resurrecting old franchises is really big right now. So what can we akin this to? And it just so happened, hey, this has music. What was a music show? Was What was a music cartoon back in the, you know, back in the 80s? Right. Oh, hey, Gem and the Holograms. And I'm guaranteeing you that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um... And you know it kind of sucks. Try. I mean, it's gonna be just—it's just like the first GI Joe movie. They—they just, um, they just got a script that had future robot fighting weapons. They were like, "Cool," Trial. and they're like, "Cool, let's throw some GI Joes in this bitch and call it a day." And that's what they did. And it was a piece of dog shit. Yeah. So you know, hmm. moving on down the list. All right. Um, the next one I have on here is the walk. 
Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, also highly touted as being an Oscar contender for this year. Um, Production uh, budget, 35. Uh, Domestically, it's only made 10, but in foreign markets, it's made 28. So worldwide, it's made 38. Yeah. Um, But domestically, it's only done 10 million. Um, I'm not sure. Part of that makes me think that it has to do with um, how well that movie is shot. Just watching that trailer... You can't tell me it doesn't give you some kind of fucking, like, queasy, heebie-jeebie feeling. Um, Like, the way that, you know, of course, just a testament to, like, the director and the shots in that trailer and, you know, what I would assume is going to be in the movie as well. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people might have seen that and gotten a little sick feeling. Maybe. I don't really know. I mean, it didn't really affect me Obviously, I didn't go throw up after watching it, but I Mm -hmm. would be lying if I said I didn't feel like some kind of weird, like, feeling in my stomach or something. You know, just... I honestly can't tell because it didn't really affect me that way. And I I fucking hate height, too. Um, It's not going to really prevent me from going to go see the movie. Right. Um... Eventually, but it just trial. I'm just guaranteeing you it's probably just people just had a lack of interest in it. Yeah. Because all it is is about a dude who walks a tightrope between the Twin Towers. Yeah. And immediately, immediately like that, without knowing any other information about it, you just straight up go like, that's kind of fucking boring. Right. I mean, um, granted, though, it's like this is based off a real event. This is based off a real guy who fucking did this. Um, It's like, believe back in the 70s. But, you know, straight up, this is uh, just a moment in time and history where it was just kind of a pop culture phenomenon. It's just, can you believe what this crazy dude did? (laughs) Right. And to make an entire movie based off of that is, I don't know, just there was already a documentary called Man on Wire. And everyone says that's fucking amazing. And that's what this move and that's what the whole and the basis of this is what it should have stayed as a documentary. Right. I don't really think this works as a narrative. Wow. So I think that's probably the reason why everyone's just going, why should I give a shit? And people are not going to go see it. So, yeah. But also, this is just kind of like an Oscar contender, wow. Oscar bait type of movie. Now, so. this is a Oscar baity movie, too. <sighs> Joey, I think you're going to agree with me. Um, Pan. Trial. Best movie of the year. <laughs> Not really. I haven't bothered to go see it. <laughs> a production budget of $150 million. So to put a quick pause on this, we were kind of talking about this in the break just a little bit. It hurt then, and it's going to hurt now. Trial. Continue. Domestically, here at home, in the grand U.S. of A., this movie has made $32 million. And that's uh, USD or pesos. Because <laughs> at this point, it does not fucking does matter. Not fucking matter. <laughs> that's bad. That's like, that's like, dude, I wonder who lost their fucking job wow. doing that. And you made this, uh, this mistake, and really I wouldn't have uh, known myself if it wasn't brought to my attention. Um Within these last couple of weeks, but this was not a Disney movie. Trial. Yeah, I thought um, it was a Disney movie. The way it was marketed, the way it's been pushed, has been like a Disney movie. These, like, you know, they're going for that whole Cinderella thing, uh, where they're now doing the whole and the Beauty and the Beast thing, where they're making these these like, weird live re- action reimagining versions of them. 
So I think they kind of saw that and they were like, eh, we can probably try and make this look like a Disney film. It's, you know, got these like big, like the flourishes, the yeah. right type of lighting, that kind of oh. weird, dark um, kind of. But don't be lighting. fooled. Disney would not touch this with a uh, 39 and a half foot pole, which oh. uh, I'm pretty sure they bought with the $35 million that was made off of this movie just so they could mock them and poke them in the face with said pole and go, ha, 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 you guys suck. That's bad. Um, I think in foreign markets it hasn't done too bad, but still, worldwide it's made 108 Yeah. I don't know. It might be action-oriented enough to, you know, wow the Chinese market because they tend to just like big flashy things and shiny things. For the most part, and giant robots. I mean, but, this thing's been out for four weeks now. Four weeks in the states, and it's only made thirty-two million dollars. That is a failure. Yeah, that's that's like a good opening for like a fifty-dollar for a fifty-million-dollar movie. Um, but no, these guys are fucked. Yeah, that's bad. Um, just thought it'd be fun to kind of take a look at some Try. of the uh, failures. We've had so many great movies this year. Yeah. And we still have more great movies that are coming. The Hateful Eight comes out this Try. year. And the motherfucking St- Hateful Eight. In case you guys forgot, Star Wars comes out too. The Star Wars is going to be coming out soon. Yeah, Star Wars is going to be dope. The excitement is not Try. contained by my voice at this moment. The Boner yeah. Awakens. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the porn parody. You can find that on X wow. videos right now, probably. Oh, okay, well, probably has just good of like the same production budget. As. I found something to do on the car ride home. <laughs> on the car ride, Johnny's gonna be driving stick. <laughs> <laughs> Time wow. to shift in a second gear. Like, oh, I'm shifting. Oh, I'm shifting. And, and then transmission leak. This is why you guys come to the uh, chopping block for all of the come. I was going to say masturbation jokes for sure. (laughs) But no, we've had so many great movies. I think we have to highlight some of the failures as well. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we've had like these are just they're bad. And it's just just within these last couple months, too, which is one of the like summer did great. Like Jurassic World. Great. I mean, that's like that's like the newest, like greatest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. Um, It's fucking insane. Age of Ultron. Wasn't that great a movie? Still did pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure some people are probably wondering, you know, how can you know Pan be such a big failure and lose people jobs? Whereas Steve Jobs being on equal par is it, you know being on par with that maybe uh, not lose people jobs is because they're two different beasts. Pan was a movie designed to make money. Right. Jobs is a movie designed to make to get recognition and awards. And, and even then, a studio which later is, generates money. Yeah, is, a studio is going to be okay with spending thirty million dollars yeah. to make a movie. They are going to be a lot more apprehensive, and there's a lot more hands and people that have to sign off on one hundred fifty million dollars yeah. to make a movie. Yeah, because when you have a production budget that huge, all of a sudden everyone Try. has an opinion. Yeah. And then the more hands I get in it, the dirtier it gets, and then the and yeah, you know, part of that may not be entirely the director's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, part of me oh. hopes that that's what happened with like Fantastic Four, right? Yeah. Um, I obviously <laughs> I Josh Trank said something oh. about it, and where he said that you know a year ago the movie would have been pulled, different. He pulled a Kanye essentially. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, whenever you have these big movies, there's 
for every increase in budget, there's got to be more and more people that sign off on it, more and more people that are going to yeah. be like, yeah, this, we're not going to do this. I don't like this. Yeah. I'm not going to give you my money if this is what we're going to do with it. Pretty much. That's usually so, how it goes down. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there, there are two different beasts, and one's going to the Oscars and the other isn't. <laughs> one's going oh, in the garage. One, one's going in that $5 bin at Walmart. Yeah. It's like not even, not even, that's going to get marked down from 5 to, like, a dollar and it's going to be released wow. with like it's going to have that weird dual release where they're like saran wrap to another movie for the same price or it's just going to be the picture of pan but also the picture of like 12 wow. other movies yeah and it's going to be like the 13 movie like you know yeah. bundle for five dollars yeah is it bad that I, <laughs> that I used to have some of those for like shitty horror movies Nah, I used, to, I used to have a few of Because that's what, like, they're there for. They're there Very for, much. like, you know, not that good movies. Yeah. Like, no one puts their movie in there willingly. Not, I, I guess so. And I guess, like, it's kind of cool because wow. a lot of them are kind of weird, obscure ones you would never really see. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> Let's move on. Moving on. Uh, Warcraft. The one of the biggest video games ever released. Um, not well. Trial. That's World of Warcraft. Yeah, but, hey, the, but it based game, off of Warcraft. The game that spawned it, Warcraft, uh, has been the biggest talk lately oh. in the movie world because it had a very secretive uh, trailer release. Um, at Comic Con and then also at BlizzCon. Yeah, and well, BlizzCon was just this last weekend, or I guess it's this weekend, and that's where they debuted this trailer that just came, this full length trailer. Right, but the teaser trailer was nowhere to be found anywhere on. Right, and they even, they did a very good job of keeping that under wraps, even though really it was only like kind of like ten seconds long. Yeah, but still enough to, but still enough to you know get people Bye. fucking excited over it. Anyway. So, the full-length trailer came out, finally. Right. Um, and we have seen it in all its glory, and it looks fucking gorgeous. It looks fantastic. And I'm surprised that they got the whole real humans Try. with CG orcs looking really fucking good. Right. Um, and it has Try. a very big, grand Lord of the Rings scope to it. It is your typical summer movie. Yeah. It's slated for June 2016. Try. Yeah, this is your summer movie yeah. for next I am hoping that this is not just a two-hour movie. This needs to be a full three hours. This cannot be two, two hours. And they've packed so much into, uh, into this trailer to where all you really see is all the action and all the plot points that they cover is literally just there's a conflict right. between yeah. orcs and humans. Very basic. And just now like, there's two humans, like one human and one orc trying to work together to save both groups right. from total war and total annihilation. Yeah. And that's it. And that's all they need. And they did it very well. And I'm very excited for it. And it kind of, it does really look like they that Blizzard worked on the cutscenes or at least, you know, right. industrialize some magic. Uh, yeah, without you know, a doubt. I'm the guys sure. that get to do their cutscenes yeah. were the ones to do a lot of the CG right. for them. I would assume so. so. Uh, you know, this is this is looking pretty cool. And me and Johnny have a bit of a disconnect when it comes to our feelings towards this trailer. Um, I don't know anything about Warcraft or World or, or World of Warcraft. Right. I have never played the game. I never intend on playing the game. Um, Trial. But I'm kind of excited for this movie now. Hmm. Now, see, I am in a different camp because 
I am not a huge World of Warcraft fan. I'm not oh. a Warcraft fan. But I know these games and I'm familiar <laughs> enough with them. But I, at the same time, Trial. don't really feel that, like, pull that I felt mm-hmm. with, like, Jurassic World. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or with uh, Avengers 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel that pull for this movie. Yeah. Not that it doesn't look great. It looks fucking beautiful. Trial. It looks... Crazy, like a crazy summer movie where there's gonna yeah. be a whole bunch of fighting and crazy shit going on, but I just don't feel that like desire to go watch. Do you it. think it's because yeah. this is of a unproven, brand new movie franchise? Because Age yeah. of Ultron is a follow up to like one of the biggest summer movies of the last few years, and Jurassic World is a beloved um, series held in our hearts. You know, uh, from our childhood, uh, Jurassic Park, and that's kind of the reason why we were really excited for Jurassic World. Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I see the continuation of Avengers. This is brand new. I get that entirely, but the thing is, um, if you would have told me this is like a Gears of War movie, Mm -hmm. I'd be more excited because I'm. Like you already have that connection. You tell me it's going to be like yeah. a big Halo movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I have that connection with the series. I don't have a deep connection with that series, but I'm not detached enough from the series to just kind of see it as its own thing. Yeah. yeah, if that makes sense. Because it's so big and so much in the gaming lexicon that anything and everything at Trial. this point in gaming ties back to World of Warcraft or Warcraft in some way. And is also wow. was kind of one of the games that and StarCraft were kind of the games that really made the bones of Blizzard and yeah. made it what it is today. Uh, so I guess I can see your point. Wow. Yeah, and not to say I'm not excited for it. I just don't feel like this like big rush of excitement. Yeah. It looks cool. It looks really fucking nice. Yeah. And what they're doing with CG and it, it, and it just looks fucking great. Yeah. But wow. I just don't feel like this draw. And it makes me wonder if other people are feeling like this, too. Yeah. Um, I'm wow. pretty sure, like, uh, a lot of people out there who are probably feeling the same. Because, like, big fans, regardless of whether it's going to be shitty or not, are going to love it. Yeah. Um, people who don't know anything about the Warcraft series wow. will go into it with a open mind. Mm-hmm. Right. I just feel like I'm in a weird in in between. Yeah. So trial. Johnny doesn't want his heart broken again. It's not even that. I just <laughs> I don't know. I guess uh, I guess we'll see. Like I said, it looks fucking great. Yeah. It looks like it's gonna be crazy action packed, uh, kicky trial. butt, killy killy kind of a yeah. movie. Well, once again, I'm hoping it's kind of Lord of the Rings style. I like Lord of the Rings. I dig fantasy media more in the form of trial. movies. I'm not that much of a reader, unless it's comic books, and even then, I don't really read fantasy comics. Um, but Try. for some reason, fantasy movies and even high fantasy movies can really get me going pretty yeah. well. So I'm really looking forward to this, and this is this has everything I could hope for Try. in a fantasy movie. And hopefully they kind of get it up to that point to where it's like high fantasy, like Lord of the Rings. And the way I see it is, yeah, I'm not like super excited for it. Uh, This isn't something like Star Wars where I'm going to line up on opening weekend to go watch. Uh, But I am excited for it. And I'm excited and I really hope that this does well. Mm -hmm. So it opens the door for other 
gaming franchises to move into movies. Yes. Yeah. And I hope this just elevates gaming movies in general. And if this is really good... you want, I want people to walk out and be like... Oh, I didn't be good now. I'm not even that. I want people to walk out and be like... I didn't know that was a gaming movie, but it was really fucking good. Yeah. That's what you want. You want people... That, you want that... You don't want it to be clear and cut that it's a video game movie, right? Unless you're going for like a Scott Pilgrim thing, you don't want it to be clear and cut. Mm -hmm. You want that uh, average audience member to go in, watch it, and leave very happy and satisfied. Yeah. And then later they can find out that it's a gaming movie, and it just kind of gives that sense of like respect to gamers and you know what video games can be that they've got stories to tell. So I hope this does well. Me too. Mm -hmm. Trial. Moving on. Let's move on. Um, so, I didn't know this. Trial. I didn't put this on here. Actually, I didn't put any of the movie news on here because I've been too busy working this oh, yeah, week. Yeah, look at look um, at look at me doing all the work this week. Johnny's been doing all the work <laughs> this week, but I went out and spent like a shit ton of money on this guy's microphone in front of me. That's but, true. Anywho, <laughs> um, um, so, so Activision opens up a TV and movie studio. Right. Where so, Call of Duty is being developed into a movie. Skylanders is being developed into a TV show. Um, Deep wow. Johnny, what are the details on this? That's pretty much all there really is right now. Um, they kind of came out and were like, yeah, we're opening a new wow. studio. This was almost like right after they had said, like, yeah, we're going to buy King. Yeah. Um, so how they have all this fucking money to burn to open a brand new studio for TV and movies after they've just spent X amount of dollars on, you know, purchasing another company yeah. beyond me. But I don't even want to think about that. So pretty much the uh, they're Hello. opening this um, studio and the first thing they're going to do with movies is a Call of Duty movie. Makes sense. Call of Duty is one of their biggest franchises. Um and they've got so many of the stories that they've told uh, in the video games could easily be made into movies, in my opinion. Like yeah. you think about like the first Black Ops, like you could easily make that into a movie. That would probably be the one most easily turned into a movie because it's that Try one's on. actually following a story, right? With you know main characters set in Vietnam, and then the second game is his Try son on. set in the not too distant future. But he's crazy. But he's insane. Whatever. I didn't bother to play it. Whatever. I mean, fuck Call of Duty. Really seriously, guys. Fuck <laughs> man. Come on. But Respect you know, it, there, there's uh, plenty of stuff that they can do there. These campaigns sure are like maybe like ten hours long if you play yeah. them, but actually just showing them on screen, you could definitely cut that down to about two hours oh, yeah. without I a mean, problem. It's it's a generic action flick. Yeah, um, throw you know whatever leading actor is making the most money in there at the moment. You know, fucking Tom Hardy or whatever. Yeah, and you know, make him say a couple lines, and he doesn't even have to talk that much. Try. He hardly fucking talks anyway. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's straight up just like it, it's so easy to make into a movie. Like you have to kind of wonder how why didn't you do this in the first place? Right. So, so that's their first uh, thing as far as movies that they're going to do. There's some slight details out there, but nothing that's really been like confirmed. Yeah, just very like kind of. I mean, like when they just start a, like wow. a production studio, they have to get their ducks in a row first before yeah. they actually start making movies. I mean, you have to get. 
you know people on board and you have to get insurances and you have to make sure people get paid you have to get all this you have to get lots you have to get sound stages and you have to get there's plenty of locations so there's like some details out there but well not even details there's like ideas for what it might be but really we're not sure we just know there's going to be a call of duty movie we're probably going to see it in about three years hell you can just make a generic action war film and call it call of duty and you'll be fine i mean you can just take you know like fucking lone survivor and call it call of duty you take something like saving private ryan for the most part yeah call of duty saving private ryan and right. done. That's it. I mean, like, I mean, like, if you really think about it, and apart that's from the most Call of Duty movie apart, out there. Yeah, apart from being a really great movie, you're also going to attract those people who would normally not see it, but they see the Call of Duty name. Right. Yeah. Uh, kids are going to be like, oh, that's a Call of Duty movie. I want to go watch the Call of Duty movie. Yeah. Granted, though, I'm pretty sure a lot of kids now don't really remember that Call of Duty was literally just right. World War II games for the yeah. longest time. So I really don't think that they're going to make a World War II movie. No, but I doubt still, it. you know, whatever. Um, Skylanders. As, as far as their TV stuff goes, this is interesting to me. Skylanders mm-hmm. did their biggest uh, success without Trial. a doubt. Yeah, uh, they were the first people to do the Toys to Life thing. Yeah, and they've done it successfully since then. Um, this makes nothing but sense to me. Yeah, Trial. I mean, a, a kids show based off of this. All you're really doing is just making another avenue. To make more money. Yeah, exactly. Because these kids are bugging their parents. Yeah. I want this new Skylander. The the fans of the game are going to watch it because they're fans of the game. Mm-hmm. Kids who are just watching it are going to want the game. Mm-hmm. And the kids who are in between where they're not like super huge fans, but they have it and they watch the TV show, mm-hmm. they're going to see the cool Skylanders do cool shit on TV. I want my cool Skylander to do that cool shit on TV. And they're going to be like, but if you play the game, they can do this cool thing. You know? That's dope. And, so, they, and they bug their fucking parents and their parents shot money to get them to shut the fuck up. And then yeah. trial. just more money. That's all it is, is more money for them. So, this begs the question, Trial. what's going to be next? And are we talking about what, Act- yeah, what Activision titles are going to be the next to be made into a movie? You like should probably pull up a list of Activision properties. You probably should, Joey. Um, Trial. I don't know. You already did all the fucking work so far. You should have it right so now. So why should I be doing the extra work? Because, I don't know, you're Try. the only responsible adult here, <laughs> obviously. So my first uh, bet is going to be for uh, Tony Hawk Pro Try. Skater 5, the movie, <laughs> where the movie just glitches and it, just, it breaks after 20 minutes. Trial. That's going to be my first uh um, okay, first so guess. I'm honestly trying to... Trial. Get a list of properties here. Um, James Bond. I guess they have the uh, James Bond series um, for video games. They have the uh, licensing for that. Crash Bandicoot easily made into a cartoon. I mean, with uh, Ratchet and Clank and uh, being made into a full-length movie. And Sly Cooper. I mean, you can easily do uh, you know Crash uh, a Crash movie and be done with it yeah i mean and they can even take some of their properties and just kind of make them work like a prototype movie yeah you know i don't think that game was all that great no but you can take that general premise and make something more like a movie i think that's a possibility apparently they did they did true crime 
the true crime series from like two generations ago. Yeah. Um, Try, that can be made into a movie, kind of, but it would just be seen. Like, Grand Theft Auto hasn't even made a movie, but it would just be seen as a weird Grand Theft Auto clone. Yeah. Anyway. So well, you can no make it like really a doing gritty, that. like, crime detective movie. Neo noir flick, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, not really sure it has that much of a wide. Uh, appeal appeal for them to actually make it into a movie. Um, Doom, they can easily make Doom into another movie and actually do you know better this time. Do they own Doom? I guess or did they Doom like? 3. Okay, because I don't At know. Least Doom Three. I'm pretty sure they own they own Doom in almost in its entirety. Right because now. but Doom Three was kind of like the biggest game out there for a little bit. And yeah, like I'm not too sure if they still own the property for that, but. If they do, they could easily make that into a movie. Pitfall? Pitfall can easily be made into a movie. They can try and push the whole Guitar Hero thing. (laughs) I'm not saying it's a good idea. Some kid in his garage playing guitar and then he's like, We want you, kid! They're going to break a few eggs. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, Let's see. Pitfall easily made into some fucking, uh, you know, Indiana Jones ripoff. Yeah. Um, Gun... Not really easily made into a movie. I mean, you can make a western and just call it Gun. Yeah. And but it, it a western is very specific and it's not going to bring in a wide audience. Agreed. Um, <laughs> Mech Warrior, giant robots, always good. You know, always for a good time. Prototype. It's Trial. not horrible. But but I think like the basic concept you could probably make into something pretty much something better. Trial. DJ Hero. DJ Hero the movie. Or better yet, DJ Hero the TV series. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be into it. Um, Civ. Um, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I doubt that would be good. It's, um, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where they have a good little laundry list of things that they can pull from. Yeah. Destiny. Yeah. Um... And that should be one should be pretty obvious. I think that would be probably oh. like your next movie, because that whole <clears throat> like property is just completely taken off. Trial. Yeah. So that would make nothing but sense to make a Destiny movie, or I mean, I think a Destiny TV show. High budgeted. I think so. But you could definitely go for like a oh we're gonna flavor of the week kind of style. We're going to go do this, we're going to do that the next yeah. week, so... Yeah. I don't know. It's too, too much up in the air to actually say anything. Yeah. Um, last bit of news. Uh, sad news, because I hate all of you, and I'm going to leave you crying um, and ruin your childhoods. Um, so... You're not going to ruin Ant's childhood. <laughs> I've forgotten. She hates E.T. It's like, but that movie's so good, though. It's so Trial. good. Like, it, seriously, the movie's fucking great. Like, it, it still holds up. So I don't think you said anything about the news, so you should probably... But, if, um, you motherfuckers should know by now, I guess. I don't know. We're their news outlet. Don't tell them they yeah. should know. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, why are you listening to this? You should be doing this somewhere I mean, else. you guys should just know right now. I mean, come on, guys. If you're listening to us, I mean, what the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, you're listening to two losers. Try. Come on. What, what, does it, what does it say about you? You're really doing leaps and bounds for my self-esteem right now, Joe. I know. I know. I, that, that's what I'm here for. Try. Um, so, uh, 
we were talking about Steven Spielberg earlier and one of the biggest Steven Spielberg Child. movies that kind of also helped put him on the road that he like on the road to what he is right now. Uh, E.T., the original screenwriter, uh, she has passed away at the age of 65. Um, very, very sad. Yeah. Um, she, let's see, hold on. Is there anything else that she's done more recently than that? Um, I'm sure there has been. The last is like she, like, uh, her name is. Uh, let me bring it up. Her name is uh, Melissa Matheson. She used to be married to Harrison Ford for Child. a little while. Um, and, yeah, she recently passed away a few days ago, November 4th. Um, but her Child. filmography is not incredibly long. Uh, only really ten things that she's written um, throughout her uh, tenure, I guess. Um, her first movie, uh, The Black Stallion, um, that was nominated for a couple of Academy Awards. I think that was nominated for Best Original Screenplay. Right. Um, the Escape Artist um, in 1982, uh, and then pretty much the movie that she's most well-known for, E.T., in the same year. Uh, you know, just, just imagine, you know, having that made into a movie and it just becoming, like, a huge hit. A huge just hit. Breakaway, like, success. And not only that, but also Child. just like it's, it has the staying power that yeah. movie that people like vie for. You can watch that when it first came out, or you could watch it now. Child. You can watch it now, and you're still going to get that same message across. Mm-hmm. And you're, it's 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 fantastic from beginning to end. Uh, and just needs to not have this crippling fear of ET <laughs> and just actually sit down and watch it um, because it's really good. Yeah. Um, legitimately, it's really good. It's not, it's one of my favorite movies for a reason. Well, yeah, it's, it's a great movie. I also grew up with it too. So, Child. I mean, it's fantastic. Um, she also, she was in uh, the Twilight Zone movie in 1983. She wrote The uh, Son of the Morning Star, um, which is about uh, General Custer. Um, so I like custard. Child. Yeah, I like custard too. Like custard filled donuts are dope. But um, you know, uh, you, you've seen Office Space, right? Yeah. Uh, the guy who Child. plays Bill Lumberg, the boss, he's General Custer in that movie, and it's fantastic. <laughs> um, another movie that was kind of a big part of my childhood as well, uh, The Indian in the Cupboard. Um, she also wrote that. Um, I'm pretty sure that's not very Child. widely known. Um, uh, I mean, I think a lot of people probably our age yeah. are aware of it. In 1997 uh, was really the last movie she wrote up until this point. Um, a movie called Kundun. Um, I believe that was... It sounds Child. dirty. Yeah. Super dirty. Um, no, Kundun. it was... Uh, like, it just sounds gross. Um, it was uh, directed by Martin Scorsese. Okay. Um, so just imagine, you know, hey, Martin Scorsese wants to direct your screenplay. And just imagine how fucking mind-boggling wow. that would be for anybody at any point in their career. Some could say you could retire after that. Yeah. Some say you could <laughs> retire after that. And, hey, guess what? She did, um, for the most part. Uh, wow. And then recently she developed a screenplay called The BFG um, in association with Steven Spielberg. And he thinks Spielberg is set to produce and Child. someone else is set to direct. Um, let's see. Here's what it's about. A girl named Sophie encounters the big friendly giant who, despite his intimidating appearance, turns out to be a kind-hearted soul who is considered an outcast Child. by the other giants because, unlike his peers, he refuses to eat little boys and girls. Hmm. Um, 
seems just kind of like a family-oriented movie, which is kind of what she's been making. Her sort of Iron Giant-y. Right. A little Iron Giant-y, kind of Jack and the Beanstalk type of stuff. So, it, you know, like it's been it's in development right now she finished the screenplay and i'm pretty sure they're not going to change yeah her screenplay that much it would be kind of fucked up yeah um yeah we're gonna change all this this is ridiculous yeah okay so i I was wrong actually steven spielberg is set to direct this one okay um but it's based off a novel by ronald Dahl. uh but you know i am pretty sad to really hear this you know you don't really have much of a connection outside of et for myself the black stallion was all right i didn't really like it as much and kundan was pretty good and it actually has some staying power because it uh it was at one point parodied by the simpsons um a small small that's kind of how you know you've made it or at least have like made some kind of impact um so It's just like uh, this mind that brought about one of the biggest movies, I would almost say ever, one of the most important movies ever, and especially one of the most important movies of Steven Spielberg's career, and we see how big Steven Spielberg is. Definitely one of those like very, very memorable movies. If you've ever seen E.T., you remember E.T. Yeah, and it's kind of sad to see her go, and kind of sad to see how little she worked. It's like she... Probably doesn't have the recognition that a lot of other people have. I mean, like most writers tend to not have recognition in the first place. But you know, it's just it's just kind of it's just just sad. I mean, lots of human life sucks, you know, and all that other shit. But um, you know, it was just a big someone who is a big portion. She wrote something that was a big portion of a lot of people's lives. Yeah. So you know, anytime you lose someone like that, it just you can't help but you know, just kind of feel a little sad and very much. Just upset about it. If it makes you feel any better, Jay, I read this crazy fan theory the other day that uh, E.T. is actually a Sith Lord. <laughs> now, do you want me to break this down? <laughs> yes. To kind of end on a better note. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> so in, in the uh, Star Wars prequels, uh, we know oh, that, yeah, that's right. that the ET are in like you know their their little races oh. at the council. Mm-hmm. So we know they exist in the same universe. Okay, so quick little note on that on your note, I guess. Oh. Um, the reason this is there is because well, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas are very oh. well known buddies, right? Um, yeah, no, I'm, Spielberg, Coppola, and fucking Martin Scorsese are all homies, right? But <laughs> just the fact that they're in there makes this kind of it gives it a little more staying power so in the now what is now like the legacy of star wars stuff like all of the uh like non-canonical stories out there um the sith have been known to have like healing powers like there's even in one of the movies i believe they talked about a sith that had like conquered death and brought him like you know <laughs> brought someone back to life so it makes like the et he can like has those healing abilities and he brings that flower back to life at some point and at one and also and near the end of the movie spoiler alert for people who haven't seen like this fucking 30 year old movie um et dies and fucking comes back. He comes back. Um, he, he's using his force powers to fly, and you see that that's where you get the iconic, like, you know, silhouetted bike against the moon thing. The Amblin logo that Steven Spielberg still uses. <laughs> yeah. Um, you uh, also get 
whenever oh. he's a ghost and he's walking around, he sees a Yoda and he like immediately tries to go talk oh. to Yoda like he knows oh. Yoda. Yeah. So E.T. might be a Sith Lord. Well, a Sith Lord or he's a Jedi. Mm. Well, no, because the Jedi, like, oh. never really use their powers to bring people back. That's more of, like, a Sith Lord thing, which oh. is why... I guess you can see it that way, but maybe their race has just so much compassion for life that they just bring things back. Yeah, I guess so. Whatever. Oh. We were, I can't have ETB Sith Lord, goddammit. <laughs> Even though that shit would be pretty fucking cool. All right, let's go to, uh, let's go wrap up, dude. Let's get out of here. Um, as always, go check us out on Facebook. Uh, go check us out uh, on Stitcher, on Stitcher, on iTunes. Um, email us. Email us, please. It was so lonely. We, <laughs> we want to hear your opinions on this stuff, and Not I know really. you listeners are out there. Not really. I hate you all. <laughs> I love you guys. Don't, don't, don't listen to me. It's fucking crazy. Um, you can reach us at uh, in the menus podcast at gmail.com. No spaces. Uh, feel free to visit the website. There's plenty of links there for mm-hmm. stuff that you can check out. Um, Fallout is coming next week. Uh, Battlefront is coming out the week after that. Um, we're going to be recording here probably again in like two weeks. So let us know your experiences with it. Let us know how you're feeling about it. Let's have a conversation about this because shit's about to go crazy next week. But until then, the excitement cannot be contained in this room. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to cry. <laughs> but until then, we will be back uh, next week, of course with more shit for you. So, keep it locked, you guys, on the chopping block.